The Looney Tunes are on the grass. Ooh. Welcome to Sink Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and in a just unexpected crossover, my co-host mm. is James Barron. Hello. Hi, LeBron James Barron here. How's it going, oh. Gareth? Oh, I'm Not, the, I'm the oh. forgotten member of the family, but... I've been stuck in the serververse for many years. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was good. Gareth Thank was you. touting how how premium his his <laughs> intro would be this time, and yeah, it was good. I was like, thank oh, you. Real nice. Yeah. I yeah. I had to scroll that intro idea down in the dark <laughs> in a cinema. <laughs> yeah. Because. Uh, First in cinema sync because we just oh. watched uh, Space Jam Two: A New Legacy. Um, is there a two in the title? Actually, no. I think they're just going full New Legacy. Okay. Wikipedia says also known as Space Jam Two. Okay. And my both my ticket stubs said Space Jam Two on them. Oh, it's just easier, right? They've got all the data in there from Space Jam One back in '96 <laughs> or whatever '94, <laughs> and they just kept it over. Yeah. Yeah. I just still got it locked in. Amazing. <laughs> yes, we watched a crazy film and we synced it in the cinema. Um, yeah. How Sneaking was this? headphones in oh to my God. the cinema. Yeah. I've never um, felt more like a criminal in my whole life, honestly. Right? Like, fucking hell. I have... So I'm a, a big fan of cinema, despite what Same. this podcast would say. Um <laughs> As proven <laughs> in a court of law, I feel like this podcast would come up as me proving otherwise. But anyway, um, I I have a certain level of contempt for people who act out in cinemas or mm. just like don't respect other cinema goers. And so I was terrified that I was going to get found out. But it's fine because I like I justified it as like I'm the weirdest cinema reviewer ever. Like <laughs> yes, and and that like I just I wore a hoodie which was shady as hell and hid my headphones. Oh but, nice! But I I also had like a big uh, clipboard notes uh, <laughs> where I was just scrawling notes in the dark, um, like a, a strange <laughs> movie reviewer. I don't know if like. If movie reviewers, they get their own screenings, right? Um, like previews for the movies. And presumably... Surely, yeah. Presumably the, that have the like house lights up so that they can take notes. I don't know. Or That's... maybe maybe they're just allowed yeah. their phones. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. I've never been a movie reviewer. Any movie reviewers, please get in touch with the pod. This is my number one question for movie reviewers. Because obviously, the like if they're getting a screening, the movie makers are going to want them to enjoy it as much as possible so they're not going to like have the lights up i would think they'd mm. want them to be like this is what it's like so yeah i don't know do they dictaphone it like just muttering yeah. quietly to themselves do they they can't do that like no. just talking to diane in the middle of the cinema that's not a good move mm. you know so like... i wonder should we be trusting any reviews because they're clearly like <laughs> i had to look away from the screen i had to bend over and hold my piece of paper towards like the little aisle seats yeah and like try to scroll something down um some of these i i was like i ended up just having a shorthand for don Cheadle. i've like yeah 
There was a drawing of Bugs Bunny I did to explain something to myself that looks like um, an odd growth, I guess. I don't wow. Know. Yeah. And taking the notes wasn't the weirdest thing we were doing. <laughs> it's so true. You're so right. Oh my god. Uh, yep. How did you do it? I just adjusted volume on the fly the whole time. I was. I, I did that I as took, well. Yeah. I had my phone uh, face down on the seat next to me so that the oh, light wasn't on. Yeah. So I, I wasn't distracting other other moviegoers. But yeah, I was constantly pushing that volume up and down so that I could still hear the music in time with the with the uh, the film. <clears throat> yeah. However. I had no such luxury of uh, being able to angle my notes in any kind of way where I could see what I was writing. And so I very quickly just adopted the stance of like, well, I'll get what I get. And <laughs> yeah. I, I was writing without looking down, just like taking as if I was taking notes in a lecture mm. um, and at the highest stakes possible where I can't look <laughs> down at my notes at any point. So I've yeah. just been writing like eyes forward <laughs> for the entire time. And a lot of times I've written over like sentences that I've already got. I've, it's oh, like, same. It's very good. It's like regressing to a child's uh, writing style and that I've written all over the page. Either I'm a child or like uh, someone going slowly mad because mm. these notes are a sight to behold. We are, we are drifting all over the page in a wonderful way. Um, yeah, let's um let's definitely post a picture on our Twitter of these notes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I've just looked at mine and I've written R R, and then a drawing of, I think it's an onion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed that you could even a- attempt to draw. That's that's amazing. Like, oh, I was just quicker than writing. Um, oh, I that's thought. Fair. My like, but, yeah. yeah, like. I'm actually kind of impressed that I have anything, like, decipherable at all. My handwriting yeah. in the dark is crazy good. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. If I hadn't, like, written over other lines, I feel like my night my notes would be fully decipherable. But, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Not bad, nice. dark writing, James. Well done, <laughs> mate. Oh, uh, but of so course, I... that's not the craziest thing we're going to be talking about. No. Oh, Even the headphone thing isn't the craziest thing about this whole experience because the movie dunks on it so much. Yeah, there's oh, boy. high capacity of dunks. A lot of yeah, <laughs> a lot of style points in and out of basketball in general that yeah. we're going to cover off. Oh my god, what an experience! We're going to do our best. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just have to say because I was I did not trust my phone. I've had like. A lot of weird experiences with streaming services on my like mm-hmm. kind of out of date broken phone. So I figured I'd go more out of date, and I was going to take my iPod, but couldn't find the iPod with Pink Floyd oh, no. on it. Had to load it on my um, little iPod Nano that I got from my mum when she stopped using it, and it's one of those little ones that's all touchscreen. So I it was a lot weirder. Like I was essentially holding <laughs> what looked like a pedometer and just clicking it up and down during the film. Like that's so like some sort of. <laughs> I like that a lot. Like, you're, like, counting yeah. steps or something. Yeah. You're counting something very specific. Like, every time LeBron James says the, or something like yeah. that, you know? Every time he looks directly to camera. <laughs> I don't know. He was pretty good at the not doing that. He was pretty good. I feel like that, yeah. that Don Cheadle does it more. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, he's having a good time. Uh, shall we yeah. try and talk about this 
wild movie. Yeah. So I don't think we've mentioned the film yet. Yeah, we did. Um, Space Jam oh, okay. Two. Oh, we, duh, like yeah, we talked we about titles. Yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna do so, our best. The long-awaited sequel, I believe, twenty-five years later, oh they God. make a sequel to Space Jam. Then, briefly, in the time that passed, they wanted to do a second Space Jam with Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. They wanted to do Spy Jam with uh, <laughs> what? Jackie with Jackie Chan. Okay, that would have been great. I've been into that. Right? Yeah, Chan would yeah, be down um, for that. I believe there was golf jam discussed and like, I guess car jam or some sort of jam involving race cars. Okay. Um, yeah, none of them happened after Looney Tunes back in action didn't do very well in the 2000s. Yeah. With with the Brendan Fraser, the Fraser in there. Yeah. And such a shame. Yeah, so this became like LeBron's pet project, I guess, and he's been the one keeping the faith alive and then... Again, we talked about films that we didn't think would actually come out before. This was number one on my list of films I never thought would exist. And yet, I was in a room with a bunch of people proving it existed. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like everyone was kind of in shock in my screening of the film that it exists. (laughs) I went to... So, it's it's school holidays at the moment as well, Mm. um, for the record. And so I didn't really want to go during a time when kids would be there. So I went to the latest screening possible, 8.50. Yeah. Finishing up at about 11 o'clock for my screening. And so it was all just like adults. I appreciated the, the, the clientele of the movie. There was a whole, the whole back row of the cinema was booked by just a bunch of lads. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was impressed by that. They were all together. And there was like about 20 something of them just in the back there. It was so great. Oh, They're that is a great. Good time. All yeah. hosting their own podcasts, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> They're all taking notes. Uh, I was very leery of them just like <laughs> noticing me <laughs> taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went um, mid-Saturday... Um, yep. and mine was full of families <laughs> and I was, there was one other person who was there alone. Um, mm-hmm. and she was living her life. She had a big, like popcorn, a big drink. Hell yeah. And I was the opposite. I had my like beanie on, I had my little notepad, <laughs> headphones on, tucked away. I booked the like back row corner thinking no one's going to come near me. Yeah. And there's going to be later on, we're going to meet an interesting person who did come near me during the film, but oh. we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. An interaction yeah. in the cinema. Amazing. Yeah, no, I, layers. I had a similar tactic to you in that, like, yeah. I, I booked... So, I was directly above the entrance to the cinema. This, in oh, my own, nice, like, yeah. little, like, private box, like, Statler and Waldorf Muppets style, <laughs> which <laughs> was kind of great, honestly. Yeah. It, it was, like, I was over to the side, but it felt really good having no one in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had like this little like kind of desk situation where I could uh, write Ooh. my notes as well, just on top of the the entrance way there. So it was good. Oh, that's awesome! It yeah. worked out for for old JB. Um, oh. <laughs> but anyway, we're we're avoiding talking about this film. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gonna, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Three, two, one, sync. Uh, opening titles: Warner Brothers logo, etc. Um, important to note. 
uh, as we go into this, I don't have my usual uh, note-taking style of me covering off every scene in this movie. It's not mm. going to happen that way. We're going to cover off as much as we can that I remember. But yeah. um, in general, I'm going to be deferring to a synopsis, but also looking at my insane notes <laughs> to see what's happening. Um, we start the film with a very young LeBron James. I do appreciate that this echoes the, um, mm. the mirror of space jam both starting out with their like intro to how they got into basketball uh key characters michael jordan and lebron james um so he's here like on the bench i think like waiting to get uh put in uh yeah. hanging out with his friend who offers him a game boy uh to like to have a go on and then has a go it's like a bugs bunny platformer game uh i guess in the 90s Mm. i've never seen this game before i'm sure it's real though it seems seemed looked real looked like a real okay. game boy bugs bugs yeah. bunny game um has to go on that but like then his coach comes over and is like man you gotta focus on basketball yeah. <laughs> video games if you if you take it seriously man you're gonna be like one of the best and you gotta put get rid of these distractions mm. and um, it like misses a misses a shot very early on as well. Like this kid version of LeBron James, not quite as good as Michael Jordan no. is at the start of Space Jam. So he didn't have that in his rider, I guess. Yeah. Um, can be shown to be bad at basketball even as like a child. Um, but he like he's like takes this advice on board. He's like, you got to focus and like put away these distractions. And so he tosses out his friend's Game Boy. Which is a messed up move, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> he just throws Bad it friend. into throws it into the trash can. Mm. Ridiculous. Um, and then yeah, we get the uh, the opening credits here. So like cold open and then opening credits. Opening credits here, not as cool, not as intense as no. the the OG Space Jam. Um, a lot of like similar kind of structure and that we're seeing a lot of lebron james's like games going through his career and between different teams and stuff yeah that was um, helpful because i didn't realize he'd switch teams that many times yeah it was it's good set up for a joke later <laughs> um yeah and uh it, there's a lot of like rotoscope animation over top of this as a yeah, style very like if you're watching a hype youtube channel about yeah. basketball the same kind of graphics yeah honestly felt kind of amateur <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like this is sort of like yeah i very felt very youtubey and mm. like it's fun but it's nowhere near on the level of like a high budget production should be like yeah. even compared to the the like over the top intro of the of the first space jam like this just doesn't compare it's like really boring i found mm. um wasn't satisfied at all by that um, yeah and yeah, we're getting breathed for this, by the way. Uh, Which also, as like, again, because we can't mute for this one. So we're no. getting a mix of breathe and like a hype hip hop track. Yeah. But it's still, even without the breathe, it's just not like, it, it's not like breathe is taking away the hype. It just doesn't no. have enough hype in it to kind of begin with. Absolutely. It's just like, mm. yeah, I guess it's basketball. It's like, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I expected, but I expected more, you know? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's it. Uh, but the movie doesn't hold back from here, so it's fine. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the just the opening credits are disappointing, basically. Um, uh, yeah, at least it's kind of like faithful to the original. Um, mm. 
Yeah, uh, we cut from here to the basketball court at LeBron James's house. I presume this is his, like, real court that he has. Um, it's in his sons here, uh, Dom and Darius are out that here. That sounds right. Um, and they're, like, Darius is shooting some hoops and Dom is over to the side playing a game on his phone, which we found out, we find out that he has developed. He is a, <laughs> a video game developer that he made, he made this game in two weeks, which mm. is crazy. Um, very impressive. Uh, the, this game is fully featured and cool. Um, yeah, but and he's only 12. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, the synopsis that I'm looking at it describes him as a child prodigy, <laughs> which I would Ooh. agree with. Um, it's not very neutral for Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly not. I feel like that <laughs> we could drop a citation needed on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so he's not really interested in basketball. The other son, Darius, seems to be like studying it hard. And then mm. LeBron James comes out, scolds them for like having fun and not like just practicing and being good at basketball. He's really harsh on his kids right? in this intro. And it kind of shocked me. I was like, damn, this is not like the idyllic life that Michael Jordan had in Space Jam 1. No, yeah. Like LeBron like kind of is painted in a way where he just doesn't understand his own kids <laughs> or his family. And he's quite like aloof and harsh. Mm, he's like, like robotic. Yeah, everything is like everything out here on this court. That's work. This is not yeah. for fun. This is no fun or games, boy. Um, yeah, we get the crash sound for on the run over him just like dropping this harsh vibe. <laughs> it's, mm. it's terrible. Um, yeah. I mean, it stacks him up better than Michael Jordan as, like, an actor and character, though, because now he has Definitely. something to grow, whereas yeah. Michael Jordan's just going to look slightly perplexed for a whole movie, whereas, like, it's good that LeBron was like, hey, for this vanity project for me, yeah. I'm okay to look a little bit lame, <laughs> like, look like a bad dude. It's true. I can respect that. I think that mm. it adds, like, it, it adds a level of tension to the movie that Space Jam never had, so we yeah. can, I can appreciate that. Um uh, another feature of this, uh, outdoor, uh, outdoor basketball court, <laughs> like most <laughs> and many are, um, uh, has, there's like a recurring thing here where there's a basketball, like dispenser, like mm. it shoots a basketball out, um, when LeBron requests a ball. Pretty sure this is real. I don't know. It's like, gotta be. Is this technology that exists? Um, it's, surely it's cool if, if it yeah if, if it doesn't exist it should um but yeah he calls out for a ball and then they play this uh multiple times for a couple of gags where uh like they'll just say ball and someone will get hit in the head with a basketball getting shot at yeah because they aren't really and i do it. have to say lots of kids in my theater lots of families mm -hmm. lots of like probably dads our age who remembered this movie and took their kids along this was the only, these kid getting hit by a basketball slapstick moments were the only yeah. laughs from the kids. The Damn. Whole movie. Damn. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my God. Right? Like, even like there's more slapstick later, but the yeah. kids were not interested. They wanted real, real kids violence getting hit. Yeah. Damn. They've been watching the, the like people getting hurt compilations on YouTube and that's the oh. only way that they can enjoy things now <laughs> through the pain of others. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh I don't think that's true. 
but yeah, like you would think that they would change the the machine to any other world. I, I feel like saying the word ball on a basketball court is like yeah. hazardous. <laughs> like as as the passcode phrase. I feel like yeah. you're, you're going to get balls flying all over the place faster than you'd like. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're on that basketball court and you're listening to this podcast on a little speaker. Like, Damn right. We've just fired so many balls ball, at you. Ball, 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 ball. <sighs> you got to pick all those up now. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's what you, there's no machine for that, LeBron. No. <laughs> oh, my God. He probably does have one. Uh, just a little yeah. basketball Roomba. Um, oh. Yeah, the, the final joke for this just does not land because it's like... Um, he got, what the kid says, like, oh, what's for dinner? Spaghetti and meatball. Like, that's not a thing, guys. <laughs> like, I get the joke. Uh, it, the ball flies out and hits the kid in the face. But, like, ah. Uh, and then... That's a stretch, eh? It's followed up with LeBron saying, that's my favorite. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he, just has, he just has one big meatball. That's his move. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of spaghetti and one large meatball on top it's just um, one long strand of spaghetti connected to one meatball yeah oh, uh, amazing you said it didn't work but again i've got a cinema of auckland kids who thought that was the second best joke in the film followed right. by the first time it happened so wow okay there you go they I might mean, have laughed at other parts and my pink floyd was too loud i have to you know pass it true. on but just the wails uh, of yeah <laughs> Of great gig in the sky, blotting out <laughs> yeah. laughter. Classic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we get a, a better look at um, the game that Dom has built, this, like, basketball uh, arcade game where mm. you, there are, like, power-ups and, it, like, supers and extra points and things like that. And it's pretty cool. Um, it, his his uh, LeBron comes and, like, plays a bit with his son on here mm. and just to, like, hang out with him a bit. Um, and, yeah, it's, like, a good bonding moment um and then he's like well i've got to go down to warner brothers because there's this thing <laughs> that's happening there and it's like okay do you want to come with me to warner brothers for this for this deal that i have to talk yeah. about um and he's like sure um cut to warner brothers uh we go into the servers and internet realm um mm. of warner brothers and in here is algae rhythm an algor- oh, yeah. a sentient algorithm played by don cheeto <laughs> and um his uh apprentice or like little friend um what's his name i can't remember the pete pete that's right yeah he's um, some sort of cutesy he's essentially the uh clippy the yeah. paperclip from microsoft yeah is he like sentient headphones or something i don't know what he is he looks kind of like no a, idea. a like usb dongle or something come to life he's cute yeah. but yeah i don't understand what he's meant to be in this world but maybe i just don't know enough about servers um yeah that's true but yeah, Don Cheadle's here and he's got this like grand plan. He's like, ah, if I, I'm going to get LeBron on board and then I'll finally get the recognition that I deserve. And he sends an email out and it goes to Sarah Silverman who is <laughs> chilling in a chair. And I'm like, oh shit, hey. Um, yeah. And she Sarah just Sarah Silverman implying there's going to be a lot more famous cameos, but yeah. it pretty much dries out of Sarah Silverman. <laughs> sort of just her, yeah yeah um but that's fine i'm happy to see her uh yeah yeah she's getting an email like and says oh 
a new movie idea from the algorithm, implying that <laughs> Warner Brothers has an algorithm, an algorithm in place. They algorithmically generate uh, movie ideas, mm. s- story ideas, rather than paying any sort of script writer. Like, is this like a very meta joke or? Like at like pointing fun at movie studios having no good ideas and waiting around for algorithms to come up with them. Um, See, <laughs> you'd think that, and it's very interesting because she's in front of a poster for Aquaman, the yeah. real film, and Joker, the real film. Yeah. Um, you'd think there's a fun meta joke, and especially there's a bit later where it's even more meta and fun, but then the rest of the film implies no no warner brothers is awesome warner brothers has yeah. all this cool ideas worth celebrating yeah yeah uh, so i think maybe someone like a scriptwriter was angry and snuck that in maybe and like sarah silverman and maybe maybe uh, probably not the director some people knew and some people definitely didn't yeah and yeah it's it's it, it was kind of wild to me at the time it like it, oh, o- it opened yeah like it opened the pandora's box of like me getting stuck on like how the blues clues blue skidoo works that like <laughs> part of my brain activated as soon as this happened and i was like oh no <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. be talking about this on the podcast um uh yeah so anyway lebron and um his his sons uh no just just dom right lebron yeah. dom and um they're like family friend or like uh, another guy who is this other guy um he's like the assistant but i think he's also the friend from the very beginning who yeah. gave him the game boy the game boy friend yeah yeah that guy. um they go down for this warner brothers meeting and basically they're gonna like digitally image lebron james and put him in warner brothers movies yeah uh, so that like he doesn't have to do any of the acting but they'll just use his image kind of like like two pocket coachella like levels of (laughs) weirdness um yeah lebron clearly not thrilled on the idea uh as well like with good reason i feel like this is like some pretty shady territory that is kind of real like people getting Mm like deep faked we joke a lot about deep fakes on the show but this is like real deep fakes <laughs> happening yeah. like they what they want to steal well not steal they want to ask use his identity pay him for his identity and like insert it into movies and make him sort of dance around as a puppet and it's kind of weird mm. like i i don't know how i would feel about this if i were a person <laughs> like how would you feel about being deep faked gareth <laughs> Well, oh I know, um, I know no do please it. don't do it yeah i know we do no. it every day on the sh- every time we record the podcast but like <laughs> yeah how, do, how would you feel like if you didn't give consent for that or it's weird right yeah on the podcast we just deep fake each other's voices and pretend to be each other it's, yeah it's a very weird confusing thing we do it's worth but it yeah though. oh yeah for that premium deep faked audio oh i much prefer <laughs> much prefer your version of me to the real thing that's for sure oh thank you you too yeah Mm. (laughs) would do a great job Uh, (laughs) yeah he also like so they show brief clips and it's like Mm -hmm. imagine lebron james in batman imagine lebron james in game of thrones and you're like oh that's weird that's funny and he even says that's a terrible idea that's no one's gonna want that and then that's kind of what happens for the rest of the movie yeah it kind of is um pretty and pretty amazing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they were like didn't see that through line 
Um, oh, it's so good. If um, there was one other self-aware moment like that in this film, you'd be like, whoa, Space Jam 2 is a meta yeah. um, genius a, deconstruction. But no. <laughs> not really. It's not the like critique of like the internet age of movies that, that, yeah. it's, that it's sort of trying to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's super not that. <laughs> um, uh, I wonder if someone pitched it like, Pitch the jokes of maybe even pitch that scene as a joke, and yeah. then someone high up in Warner Brothers was just like, "That's great, that's great," and just wrote the whole movie based on that joke. Like, took that one scene, maybe. built the rest of the movie around it, and never clicked. Like, oh no, that was the joke, guys. Oh, whoops, <laughs> we <laughs> actually did the joke for real. That was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I do really like as well in this intro bit. Um, in this like little animated LeBron segment, um, mm. he shoots Batman. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like the bad guy in the Batman situation. Where yeah, he just shoots and like freezes Batman in this like gel or something. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> maybe he's like you were gonna g- convince LeBron James to be like a Batman villain. I guess <laughs> it was it was kind of shocking such to a me. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> I was like weird weird choice there. Um, you know how Bane was the only one to defeat Batman on cinema and people were like yeah yeah he's like nah it's gonna be me LeBron James <laughs> yeah amazing <laughs> <laughs> um, oh I forgot I missed one thing this is another bad thing uh, with my notes when uh, LeBron was playing the video game with his son um, he tried to do a move that he always does uh, on the court, mm. like a cross-up layup kind of thing. It's just like a, a, a classic basketball move that he's known for or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. But anyway, it glitched the game out and uh, broke uh, Dom's character. His character like glitched out and got deleted with a million error messages all over yeah. the screen. <laughs> like a thousand like Windows crash boxes coming up, which mm. is hilarious. Um but yeah, he, it's important to note that it's a plot point that I missed and I wanted to That's all circle good. back I to I that. assume you wrote it on top of a different plot point in the dark. So. That is exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, LeBron also dabs his way out of this scene, which oh, is something that yeah. I also have just noticed. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they go... They don't agree with this. Uh, LeBron's not keen on the idea. However, Dom is keen. And he's like, yeah. oh, tell me more about this, like, algorithm. That sounds pretty cool. Like, he knows about uh, algorithms and stuff from making video games, I suppose. He's, like, a pretty yeah. clued up kid for for a 12-year-old. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty... That's, that's cool. Um, and, and Stephen Yen's character. Stephen Yen, by the way, following his Oscar-nominated turn for Manali wow. with um, Space Jam. Yeah, that's how um, you do it. Yeah. The flip side uh, Steve- of that coin... <laughs> <laughs> love it this is how this is what people need from me next yeah this is what people no one's expecting from old yen <laughs> from old yenny boy oh, amazing he um, um he then goes like oh man are you going to the big bus um the big coding weekend and, oh yeah um dom's gonna go but lebron thought he was going to basketball camp that weekend yeah so, he's yeah. gonna he was gonna bunk off of basketball camp and go yeah. to e3 <laughs> which is great um yeah e3 a legitimate um gaming expo but it was like it's like a design camp for gaming which probably exists 
but yeah, Super probably. would have been cancelled this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> E3, yeah, did not go ahead in either no. 2020 or 2021. So, um, Whereas Basketball Camp definitely went ahead. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Got to get those dunks in. Um, you got to book tickets to both because odds are one's going ahead. One's getting cancelled. Um, yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so he finds out about this and they're having a huge argument about it mm. because lebron's like you don't like you aren't working hard at the thing that you need to be working hard at you you're losing focus he's like seeing a lot of himself in um his own son here right yeah and his son's like i don't want to do basketball dad <laughs> listen to me i like playing video games and making video games i'm not like actively trying to do the same thing as you um and also i want to do what's fun in my life uh, he doesn't explicitly say all that there because <laughs> that would solve a lot of this movie. But they're, yeah. they're like not seeing eye to eye. Um, and Algorithm, meanwhile, LG Rhythm is pissed off that his uh, idea was shot down by uh, LeBron. And he's mm. like, all right, I'm going to take matters into my own evil hands. And he sends them down to the basement um, because he controls the elevators and stuff, every, the whole building. Um <laughs> And sends them down there into, like, a server, like, farm kind of room. This yeah. ridiculous CIA-looking uh, area. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, he, like, goes, yeah, down into the basement. And then they're, like, wandering around. They get separated. And then Dom gets eaten by the internet. Yeah. Um, uh he, like lebron like tries to find him but just sees this like enormous like i don't know how would you describe this a globe made of like hexes shifting in mm. and out it looks like something out of the video game returnal um which is it's an, a nightmare <laughs> sci-fi <laughs> world um but yeah yeah he, like, that's pretty much it a nightmare sci-fi world eats lebron james's child yeah you know, um, and he describes it as, uh, what is this Matrix bullshit? Which, not uh, not the only appearance of the Matrix in this movie. Yeah. And that floored me. I had no idea about any of that going in, so we're going to get there. Um, uh, yeah, so, <sighs> he gets sucked into the computer realm, falls through space. <clears throat> now, we see, like, large planetoids that represent like the worlds of warner brothers all the different franchises yeah. that exist here floating around in the ether um uh we fall through uh past like harry potter world and game of thrones world and dc universe world mm. and wizard of oz wizard of oz yeah um the matrix yeah. which was easily my favorite one because you see the like party of zion going on <laughs> yeah. and i was like what why would you reference that specifically yeah. and a amazing. massive red pill despite the fact that's got a whole like, oh yeah awful meaning now so so badly done yeah, the two things from the Matrix that everyone loves and remembers: the big <laughs> yeah. like underground orgy that happens, and red pills. <laughs> like that's everyone's favorite things from those movies, right? Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. The like other reference they make is also oh like God. that's the scene you chose. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, they fall down there and then land in sort of a generic kind of pixel realm. Um, yeah. And 
uh, Dom's there and Don Cheadle is here. Uh, the al algorithm guy is here and they're, uh, he's basically explaining what, where they are in the mm. server, the serververse of Warner Brothers Studios. And he's like the, the guy who runs things. Uh, he spirits, uh, Dom away to like corrupt him for later. And, mm. and then he's like, I'm going to get you LeBron. I'm going to trick you. I'm blackmailing you here in the serververse. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically through, he's like, we're going to play basketball, you and I. And if you, if you win, you can have your son back. But if I win, then, uh, you're going to live here with me forever. <laughs> It's like, what? Okay. Yeah. The tone Don Cheadle reads that in, like, yeah. the take they chose was him essentially saying, like, if you lose, you're going to just have to hang out with me and be my friend. And then he copies himself, like a bunch of clones pop up. Yeah. It's like, that's that's such a weird, like, you want fame and stuff. You don't want just a buddy. You've got Pete. Yeah. Pete's apparently not good enough. He's so yeah. so bored and sick of everything down here and being underappreciated. So mm. he just needs LeBron James to be his yeah. friend. Um, Someone who the movie has shown us is a great fun person to hang out with. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he sure knows. He sure understands his own family. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's basically looking for like power and recognition and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah traps them in this weird vir uh, virtual world um and then yeah he's like okay you got to assemble the, your own basketball team and sends him to quote the rejects um and sends him all the way down to tune world uh where lebron is transformed instantly into a cartoon um as he mm. enters the world um this is one thing that this movie commits to um which i and then later on doesn't, but at the moment they yeah. commit to it um, really well. I I really enjoyed the sequences that we're about to see where they're committing to different art styles. I thought yeah. that that was sweet. Um, I, I like because they do a lot of fun things in a sort of a uh, Spider Verse kind of way, which I can mm. appreciate. You know, um, it's good. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, he lands in Tune World um, only. Uh, uh, what happens here? There's a big old... Well, he falls down, he gets to do some Toon World shenanigans. Maximilian yeah. Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh! is probably, like, stoked watching this scene. Oh, he loves uh, it. <laughs> yeah. He's... This movie was made for him. He's the billionaire who funded he... it. It is. This whole thing has Pegasus written all over it, honestly. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, complete mad crossover world, like, over-the-top, uh, high-budget nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, like, based on a child like children's game. Again, yeah, like classic oh, Pegasus. <laughs> Pegasus, producer of Space Jam Two. <laughs> we got you. We caught you red-handed. Uh. Um, <laughs> um, and then he walks past a sign that says um, like Toon World Population One, and it goes yeah. up to two. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's because left all alone to go mad on Toon World, which is yeah. such an interesting, like. It's kind of a perfect use for a character like him. It's Bugs Bunny, just yeah. alone. Yeah, it's a very kind of dark new version of him. It's Although amazing. he's exactly the same. Yeah, I wanted, I want to see like the 
Westworld version of Bugs Bunny slowly going mad in this Toon World prison with, like, no one here. I wish there was, like, much more of that. Like, I get that he's a cartoon character and is, like, is, well, like, probably incapable of, like, going mad, but... (laughs) Because he's loony already, Gareth. Um, hey. hey uh, he's been mad for years, Pink Floyd. First mention in 46 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, I do need to quickly say, and we'll get back to Bugs, the madness of the lonely Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Um, Don Cheadle's plan starts when Money by Pink Floyd starts playing. And, yeah. Um, he finishes explaining it in an exit at the very end of Money by Pink Floyd. Well, that works. That's, yeah. that's a good old sync there. Yeah, his, and his... that kind of like vibe kind of the yeah. digital kind of weird <laughs> weird um time signature stuff did really vibe quite well with yeah. like the falling through the internet so yeah that works for me absolutely yeah yeah pretty happy about that um anyway the madness of bugs bunny <laughs> yeah so bugs like chases lebron around toon world more zany adventures i do really mm. like how um there's like a freeze frame where the characters are introduced and credited um which yeah. is like a classic um thing that they would do in looney tunes um like especially like roadrunner and coyote they would do this a yeah. lot um and then he's like oh hey you're lebron james <laughs> i just like that meta joke that works for me um yeah <laughs> um and yeah, LeBron's like trying to explain the situation. He's like, listen, Bugs Bunny, the computer dude kidnapped my son. <laughs> it's like, yep, <laughs> that's the thing that you said to me, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, all the all the tunes, all the Looney Tunes uh, left Tune World with the promise yeah. of um, like greater glory in the serververse. Uh just like exploring the the wide range that um Warner Brothers has to offer. Um Yeah. I guess they get to like travel wherever they want, or that maybe they were just like dropped off by Algae here. Um like That's a good point, because some of them don't seem stoked, but others yeah. definitely do. Maybe they were dropped off in different worlds beyond and then like wanted to uh just like have something different than what they were used to. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, they have been cartoon characters for 80 years, so maybe you let them have something fun. Yeah. <laughs> but th- anyway, the only way that we're going to get there is uh, Bugs has a plan to, like, get off of Toon World, leaving it a desolate waste <laughs> with no one yeah. there. Um, uh, and he, like, tricks uh, Marvin the Martian to come down yeah. with a bit, of, a bit of zaniness. I love Marvin the Martian, by the way. Probably one of my uh, top um, Looney Tunes. So disappointed he was the referee in the original Space Jam. Yeah. And here, he doesn't even get to be on the team either. Like, he's he stuck around the whole time. But, like, mm. uh, just... Poor Marvin, so hard yeah. done by the whole time. Um, but at I least was... he gets to do a little more Marvin the Martiany stuff. Here. It's true. He yeah. gets he gets to play his character and his role that mm. he he loves to do. But yeah, he gets like uh, tricked by by bugs to give them the spaceship. Basically, um, they like Grand Theft Auto his spaceship and leave him floating <laughs> with his own anti gravity ray, just floating around and uh, angry. Um, yeah. Yeah. So on the spaceship, uh, Bugs is like got, uh, driving around, um, heading to pick up the team 
and uh, LeBron is like picking and choosing out of the DC, uh, not DC, the Warner Brothers universe, all the different characters that he would best want for a basketball team. Um, mm. And his picks are pretty intense. He wants uh, King Kong and the Iron Giant and Superman all on the yeah. same team. Later, um, he has Trinity written down as well. Trinity from the Matrix. Yeah, which is, yeah. yeah fair pick you know and i think that's i think he might have batman written down as well because later he has something else crossed man, off you can't have batman and superman on the same team that's just not gonna no. work unless that's... you tell them each their mother's names <laughs> that's how you do it before every tip off you like throw the ball in the air and you're like your mums have the same names and then they hey. play together and they play together finally yeah <laughs> amazing um so from here, uh, Bugs has other plans, and he's going to um, pick up all the, the members of the Toon Squad across the mm. other Warner Brothers worlds. First stop is um, Metropolis City, which is where, uh, like, DC World, quote, um, yeah. which is one side of which is Metropolis for Superman, and the other side is Gotham City for Batman, and they just, like, exist in codependence, I guess, or... Uh, it's very weird <laughs> that they're just well, two halves of this planet. Um, yeah, they're riding a train that goes, yeah, through... It starts in Metropolis, goes through yeah. Gotham, and then um, uh, underwater for Aquaman, and then through some ice for the Justice League, mm -hmm. and then goes back into Metropolis, and then that's the end of the I station. So, so then, like, maybe Metropolis um, circles around everything, or... Maybe. I am just realizing it's a globe, and globes are circular, so... <laughs> It just circumnavigates the whole globe. Yeah. Could well be. Um, it's also the Snowpiercer universe. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Not that universe. Yeah. I wonder if that's Warner Brothers. It's a really ham-fisted metaphor that just gets shoved down <laughs> your throat on that on board that train. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I really do appreciate the, the return of the art style here. Like, dropping in the, like, DC... Uh, animated series style seeing these people yes. again i've been watching like a fair bit of the bat the original batman animated series recently just as a as a oh. treat to myself and it's yeah. real good um the art style in that series is awesome <laughs> yeah so, i love the blimps in that yeah i get like yeah oh, but unfortunately my main memory of that cartoon was watching it when i had the flu at my nana's house and oh, just no. like it was an episode with uh scarecrow and it was really trippy and mm. it freaked me out so badly oh no but yeah, yeah even scarecrow. to hear that like even to hear that music is just nah it's not fun for me no oh, bad mm. memories <laughs> yeah no scarecrow ips are where it's at though they are they are wild. Oh, oh yeah revisiting them they're pretty fun um but yeah, uh, so yeah, they pick up uh, Daffy Duck and Porky Pig here, who are, uh, like, trying to make their own, like, way here. Daffy Duck's trying to be the next superhero and gain recognition, but of course he can't, because he's Daffy Duck, and yeah. he's doing it all wrong, because that's what he does. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, they get picked up and, like, booted out by all the DC superheroes, which is pretty fun. From here, though, we get, like, a montage of the other universes on display and picking up other members of the toon squad we've got so up to here it's all made sense up to here it's yep. been fine like go into a cartoon world maybe drop a little hint of like game of thrones world fine yeah totally we okay. immediately cut to and this is when my eyebrows shot up yeah like if you 
are worried your eyebrows won't meet your hairline, watch this movie and your eyebrows, no matter how far back your hairline's receded, your eyebrows are going to reach it. It's They're going to match. Buck yeah. wild. <clears throat> because yeah. where do they go, James? We go to the desert wastes first, don't we? Of Mad Max yeah. Fury Road. Literal shots from the movie um, yeah. that have been like just drawn over with cartoon characters uh we've got the roadrunner and coyote here just yeah. the roadrunner running along amongst the war boys and coyote dressed as a war boy spray paints his own mouth and then like jumps onto another car trying to catch yeah. the roadrunner incredible he i like he holds the sign up oh sorry my jaw hit so the floor bad. yeah oh my goodness I was like, what the f- This movie has gone fully off the rails. And right. I, I could not believe it. From yeah. here, it takes an even harder turn. We Wait, gotta- I do need to point out, because this one's so nuts that we're going to oh. need to- cl- okay. We've got to clear all of the crumbs of Mad Max off the table before we can even get to this next Please. one. Please. This next one broke me. Yeah. Like my eyebrows flew off and hit the person behind me. And it's yeah. st- some say I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, he holds up his little sign that says, witness me, and leaves. And that's exactly when Pink Floyd sings, see you on the dark side of the moon. Hell yeah. Which is a better sync than we got the whole time we covered Mad Max Fury Road on this podcast. So true. Oh my god. It, yeah. It out-Mad max Mad Max. What a disgrace. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know. Another thing that I do really appreciate about this is that... Um, Every world that they go to, um, Bugs and LeBron also change outfit and try and match. So we get like LeBron James dressed as if he was in Mad Max for this sequence, which is just something Mm. that I love to see. (laughs) It's just very good for me. Um, Mm. uh, Yeah, but yeah, we we aren't done yet. From here, in a shocking twist, we go to Austin Powers, Gareth. Yeah, where, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, specifically. Specifically, where uh, replacing Mini-Me is Elmer Fudd. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I, like, I wanted to close my book and walk out of the cinema. <laughs> yeah. You know how I feel about Fudd, Gareth? <laughs> <laughs> I know! Oh my god. Oh, oh, I could I was... not believe it. Who is this for? Out of all the Warner Brothers properties you could have put, like, yeah. in your movie. Like, it's clear they didn't get many... Maybe they didn't get a good nod from Harry Potter. Like, they could only kind of reference it a little. Yeah. And maybe they were hoping for more of that. But, like, I don't know. I've actually... I've Googled Warner Bros. movies and Google Images, and they seem to have covered everything these deviant art users have <laughs> um, <laughs> got as their favourite um, oh. Warner Brothers movies. But... Amazing. Shocking. Yeah, couldn't believe it. You go from that into (laughs) I believe the next one. Like the the emotional whiplash from this movie to the next movie. Like putting these two things next to each other is sacrilegious. Yeah. Uh because from here we go to fucking Casablanca. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what i i like i when it went when i recognized casablanca on screen and saw yosemite sam as the character Mm. they chose to be at the bar in casablanca oh unreal unreal i i'd like i felt like yeah i was i was sick um yeah (laughs) 
I felt like my eyes were betraying me in the cinema. Yeah. We get Would it shock you that this is the second time the Looney Tunes have, done, have parodied Casablanca? I, I I believe that they would parody Casablanca absolutely, yeah. but to insert themselves over top of the footage of Casablanca, like a famous film, like mm-hmm. it's oh, it's it's wild. Yeah, couldn't believe it. Um, the yeah. other Casablanca you'd think would have come out when Casablanca came out and the Looney Tunes were around. Nah, Carrot Blanca came out in 1995. Whoa. Yeah. Amazing. Shortly before Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh. oh, I can't believe it. Um, so yeah, we have And then that. you've adjusted your neck from the whiplash when yep. the very next property that's involved. <sighs> it's... What's next? I can't remember. Uh, We've got... Uh, uh, it's uh, Rick and Morty show up yeah. in this fucking film. Yeah, they that do. Was, yeah. To do, like, just a clean version of their, like... Shtick. yeah ostensibly they... a film for kids having yeah. rick and morty show up felt wrong i was like oh maybe don't have people yeah. maybe don't have kids google rick and morty <laughs> like that's my thing as well is like especially because um it's kind of wi- widely known that rick and morty started off as a cartoon where yeah the two characters have sex with each other um like because the kids are going to watch and see these scenes from Casablanca and um, Austin Powers. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, nah, okay, that's grown-up stuff. That's live action. That's not for me. And then they're going to see these cartoon characters. And, and they're like, like, who oh, are these guys? They've got their yeah, own ship. I've, I've seen them on my, like, older cousin's backpack. I'm going to definitely look them up on the iPad. Yeah. I felt yeah. icky about that as well. Um, yeah. It's it's not the, like, the biggest sin that this movie commits, so I no. don't know. Like, um, anyway, we've got uh, another... We get, like, the Matrix here with the granny <laughs> from um, uh, Sylvester and Tweety Bird and, yeah. a- and Speedy Gonzalez, the little mouse. Yeah. Um, who's a stereotype uh, here, just, like, doing At least the, like... he is voiced by a Latino actor in this one. <laughs> okay. He's voiced that by one... um one of the guys from Magic Mike, one of our friends. Oh, okay. yeah, I can't remember the one who's a comedian. Um, Fluffy. Really... Yeah, exactly. He's voiced <laughs> by Fluffy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm gonna feel cool. real bad if I'm getting that wrong. Gabriel Iglesias, I think, is his yeah. name. Iglesias. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So they get picked up here in the Matrix world. Like Granny does the Trinity. Uh, kick where the she jumps in the air and then it's been the camera spins around um classic stuff but yeah they're kind of a weird one it is the intro to the matrix um so i guess i'm okay with it uh he he also does the uh uh, speedy does the um like lean back thing but doesn't really commit to it um yeah the same way like they don't they try and do the bullet time thing where he's like balanced on top of like the zimmer frame or the desk or something um Mm. and just dodging bullets but that didn't really land because it's not really a shot for shot thing um but anyway it's fine it's like not the most iconic scene from the matrix but it is one of them so i'm okay they clearly just chucked the matrix on real quick and we're like okay so you got it and then use this bit that's in the first like three minutes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Be fine. Uh, at least it's not the like Zion sequence. <laughs> so <laughs> Granny's just out there vibing, sweating it up. Like, yeah. Don't want that. Um, what they should have done is like 
a scene where Neo goes to see the Oracle and it's Granny. Like, oh, I guess no kids. I mean, kids don't care so, anyway. That would have worked so much better. Oh right? my god. That would have made so much more sense. Not the most, like, dynamic scene from The Matrix, but, like, definitely no. one that makes a lot more sense character-wise. Oh, my God. Well, it ends with... That scene ends with... I've recently watched Matrix Reloaded, by the way. Okay. Pretty much only up to the car chase with the twins. And then I got... <laughs> then I was like, okay, this movie's not good. Fair um, enough. But that scene does follow, like, a bunch of uh, Agent Smiths show up, and there's a big, like, iconic mm-hmm. fight. So they could have had a bit of that, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. They could, like, I can't believe we're saying, like, what Space Jam could have been, Space Jam 2 could have been, but we're still yeah. keeping it in its, like, insane rules. It's, it's still, yeah, this, all this stuff happens over, like, five minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's all, like, thrown in your face all at once, and you're like, oh, no, what have they done? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really hurt. It hurt doing this. It, it was like watching, um, you know, like, uh, in New Zealand, we have this thing called Sky Movies, and they mm. like put a promo together of like all the different movies cut together, and they try <laughs> yeah. and like try and get like a semblance of the characters saying things in the like from quotes from the movie, trying to get them to like talk about the great deal that Sky Movies has or something like that. They're trying <laughs> yeah. to like sequence it like that. It feels wrong that mm. like that they're just cutting together these disparate things that should never come together and that's exactly what this fe- felt like to me <laughs> it felt yeah. like an, it felt like an ad spot for sky movies <laughs> um oh god uh but yeah we aren't done we've got um uh the last one which honestly reasonably tastefully done is wonder woman um specifically yeah wonder woman 1984 this was like the most spider-versey one. Oh heck yeah yeah so lola bunny is here on wonder woman world i guess and she's trying to join the amazons uh with like passing some kind of trial she's taken to her new world quite well and um yeah, she, like, has to pass this, like, trial to get in, and then uh, Bugs and <laughs> LeBron are desperately trying to pick her up in the background uh, and getting into scrapes. And this is done really well as if it were, like, out of a comic book. It reminds yeah. me a lot It reminds me a lot of Spider-Verse in that it's got, like, the titles on screen, and we're jumping between frames a lot, which I found really good. Yeah. Like, it's difficult to get right in a um like in a movie setting like the panels of a comic comic book it can like be quite jarring i think but they really like they played with the um with the space of the frame quite well i was i was actually pretty impressed with this uh this is like the one artful thing that the movie does Um, yeah this is the one scene that the animators were like we'll put this on the show reel the rest they can just have yeah yeah (laughs) oh it's it's pretty good anyway yeah she like gets convinced to to help when um it, she finds out it's about saving lebron's son um mm. and then yeah she's on board uh voiced by zendaya in this movie yes as well apparently yeah there's a rumor that the original um lola bunny actor actually did record all her lines and was Whoa. replaced but Damn. um i don't know what to say about that i thought I think Zendaya is one of the great, completely, like, wasted actors. <laughs> like, yeah. I've never... I haven't seen, um, what's her show, Euphoria, but everything I've seen her in, I'm like, you're amazing, but 
all you get all you get to do in this thing is be snarky or like yeah be in malcolm and marie so like <laughs> yeah and yeah. i don't know again i don't know if space jam is another kind of thing for her but yeah eh, i was happy so Daya will have her time in the sun i'm sure yeah still to come sure. she's but a youth um <laughs> yeah uh yeah so we we've assembled the team we've also got like this big red fluffy guy who i don't remember from the looney tunes who is oh ghost hammer okay i've never heard of that one and i just it's yeah i didn't so weird because he is bugs bunny acts like he's like one of the best friends and has to be put together in the like Mm. um back in the team he is in the first Space Jam. He is driving a car, and that's all he does. Okay. He drives a car in the background of shot. Wow. So they were like, we got to get the big red guy back for this team. I mean, fair. It's kind of like he had, like, he was underappreciated, like Marvin, in a similar way. So I can relate to yeah. that. It's just that I have no affinity for him at all. <laughs> uh, so, you know. He's um, fun to draw. That's, yeah. That. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we cut from here back to LG and um, Dom who are hanging out and playing uh, Dom's game um, mm. and like just shooting the shit and uh, LG's trying to like win him over being on side. He's like, yeah, you're like, this is awesome. You've got a great game and like um, your dad like doesn't seem to appreciate that and I don't know what's up with that. That's really weird, man. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to like win him away from his own father. Pretty messed up. Um as part of making this app, we find out, or this game, we find out that Dom um, interacted with, like, various NBA stars uh, and, like, scanned their um, bodies w- mm. and styles, like, filmed them with an app that he developed and then put them in the game um, based on their, like, their, skill, their skills and power and stuff. Uh, and uh, put in like special specifications for each of the the players that he scanned cool and ridiculous technology <laughs> like Heck yeah um even like the movie is aware of how insane this is because like the algorithm algorithms like um so you've got this thing that can scan people and put them in the game like digital representations of those people well how very interesting (laughs) and he also just finished talking about like um he's like man how do you know so much about me and he's like oh i've been watching you man i can like any electronic device anywhere i can see through that we live Mm. in the technological age where um your phone is constantly listening to everything that you say and by merely mentioning oodies or something like that on my podcast you're going to get ads for Udi's now <laughs> just because I've said this and you're listening yeah. to it. Sorry, listener, non-spawn. Um, but, no. but this is a test. Okay. If you get ads for Udi's, it's Sink Floyd's fault. And you can send, yeah. you can send us that, uh, your complaints via email, but yeah. Um, and please CC in Udi's so they know that we're doing an effective sponsorship for them. Yeah. Please do. Uh, the corporate giant evil um, overlords of Udi. Yeah, the the Udi lords. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it's it's so wild that the movie's talking about this. Like, isn't that right. fucked up? That, like, <laughs> surveillance is so rampant and, like, 
you're you are constantly being watched by corporations and we've yeah like market tested this movie to be perfectly for you <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so <laughs> wild that like it's, yeah like it's fully not aware of how fucked that is yeah and coming uh, from like amazing dramatic actor don Cheadle as well yeah <laughs> so good Oh, oh, Don is loving being in this film. Oh my he, god, yeah. He is, if you enjoyed... Oh, sorry. Oh, it's, I'm just saying that, like, he is hamming it up to, like, the nth degree. And, yeah. Like, is loving being the villain, for one, like, mm. in this, like, silly kids movie. But he's just, like, he's just having a great time. And it, he's a joy yeah. to watch doing that stuff. Oh my oh. god. He's giving you permission to have fun in the cinema. Like, if yeah. there was anyone else... Like, you'd just, you wouldn't be able to, it's, mm, it's like, he's the first one on the dance floor, you know? There's yeah, like a stupid definitely. song playing, a song you don't, you think you, a song you know is bad for the world, but because Don <laughs> Cheadle's dancing, you're going to dance yeah. too. And yeah, we thank yeah. him. He brings, jumping ahead a bit, he brings all the sinks. Like, oh, yeah. right now we're listening to um, Any Colour You Like, and he, then he does like a little... Um, no, we were not listening to On The Run. Um, he does a little, yeah, like, yeah. bleepy bloopy chat with Pete. Like, he speaks Pete's language. And yeah. because we can hear that and we can hear Pink Floyd, it sounds beautiful together. He's just adding a new synthesizer line to yeah. Pink Floyd's song. <laughs> He's speaking the, the language. The man is putting in work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's very good. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Pete goes off to, like, scan this app and add it to the code for a later part of the plan to be revealed. Um, uh, shout-outs to Pete. I like Pete yeah. as a presence. I don't understand why he's in the film. I guess maybe, like, just for kids so that, like, uh, they don't always have to be looking at Don Cheadle. <laughs> like, and they're mm. like, so wait, this guy's the internet? And there's like, yeah, he's got this, like, zany little friend. That's how you know. Like, yeah. Otherwise, it's just there's no... two men talking to each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no cute characters in this. Like, no. the Looney Tunes all have to kind of be... The Looney Tunes are all, like I said, 80-year-old adults. Yeah. And then, yeah, LeBron James and, like, Dom is, like... Dom's kind of your kid audience surrogate. Yeah. So you need, like, your little friend there for the kids. Like, we talked about how Shrek doesn't have it, and... Um, I guess don't take that example because Shrek obviously made a whole bunch of money. But yeah, they they still they still got to add them. Yeah, you got to have that. Ooh. You got to have that in there for the kids. Uh, yeah, for the kids. For the kids. It's Space this Jam movie... 2. It's for the kids. Yeah. This movie that's just for us and the lads on a Friday night. Yeah. It's got one thing for the kids. It's got one thing for the kids. It's got a lot yeah. of like Casablanca and... <laughs> <laughs> and other weird shit going on but we're gonna get there um yeah oh my god uh so from here we um cut fr from the internet world to the real world mm. where the friend of <laughs> lebron james is desperately trying to look for him and is like freaking out having lost both him and his son here at warner brothers studios <laughs> and is talking to this guy this security guard guy who is my favorite character in the whole film oh by far yeah i was laughing a lot at, at this guy's dialogue because <laughs> he knows exactly what film he's in and he is having yeah. a great time as well just like he's like a he's like a character from like clerks that's just found his way into this movie <laughs> or something 
it was it was very good. Yeah. Oh, just just this angry security guard man who can't mm. cannot believe that this guy's lost LeBron James. I love that his line where he's like, "You better find him. He's on my fantasy league." Yeah, like, that's a good bit. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah. Um, so we go from here, like um, Dom, uh, Algae Rhythms, hanging out with Dom again, and mm. um, getting. Uh, he's like, "Man, for your dad to respect you, you're gonna play him in basketball and." Um, and said you're gonna beat him at his own game and in a game that you built he's gonna play his dad in the in the virtual world and and beat him and he's sending out all these invites to everyone on their phones and it's father versus son like <laughs> uh with dom's face and lebron's face facing off like a wrestling match it's amazing yeah um imagine getting that on your phone you'd be yeah. tuning in absolutely um and so, uh, Algorithm gives uh, Dom access to his like stats, and he can change all his abilities and stuff. So um, he like puts himself up to seventy five percent. He's like, "Come on, man, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> what are why yeah. are we playing around? Like, why not go all the way to a hundred? Gee, of course, please do that." Is this when we get the terrifying line of "Dad's only respect power"? Yes. Yeah, I've written that in my notes. Uh, dads only, <laughs> dads only understand power. That's what is attributed that to Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and then yeah, he like basically turns him into like RoboCop. Like he yeah. like turns him into the ultimate basketballer. Um, and yeah, uh, maxes out all his stats. Um. And then he like is like, okay, we've got to build this team as well. And then Dom's like, well, I can make some adjustments. And he's got the scans of the NBA players that he took and various animals. Mm. Um, and so he makes like uh, a snake person. And uh, we'll, we'll get there. They they haven't yeah. been introduced yet, but like he's gonna combine animals and other things. <laughs> and <laughs> nba players uh anyway um so it's time for the game they go down to we go down to the looney tune world and they're like practicing they're doing the final steps and um bugs bunny is like having fun out there because that worked well for them last time yeah but lebron's like no on the court out here it's work he does the, he makes the same mistake again that he did with his son so you know he ain't had his lesson yet mm. um and so he's like so no loony behavior out on the courts otherwise we aren't gonna win and it's gonna be awful um do as i say out on the court basically and then yeah. uh LG rhythm appears he like uh lays down this digital um arena like <laughs> for them to play basketball in um and then he summons a crowd of all the warner brothers characters oh. that we hadn't seen before coming in um in a terrifying display uh this reminds me a lot of that movie that came out that also sucked uh the spielberg movie um of <laughs> ad Ready Player one that's the one yes now nah, james so i told you i watched um space jam 
uh, New Legacy twice. I saw it without syncing and uh, with, without syncing and with syncing. In yeah. the middle, I checked out Ready Player One for the first time. Wow. Um, How was that, on, Gareth? I will put this movie ahead of Ready Player One. And yeah. Almost entirely for the way it uses um, other intellectual property to show that Warner Bros. owns it. Yeah. Because, um, like, this movie, it's kind of like you could look at it, maybe there's parody. There's, you know, what if... Oh, mm-hmm. what if the classic Wile E. Coyote was in this adult movie? And, like, the um, Lego movie, which kicked this all off. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, at least that's saying, like, the fun of playing with Lego and, like, combining these yeah. worlds as a kid. Ready Player One references things entirely just to... It's in Just plot. to do that. Yeah, it's in plot that it's just to show off yeah. that this guy has seen movies. Like... yeah. The currency of that kind of thing. It's such a bummer. It's awful. Also, yeah. like, fun fun fact, the book is exactly the same. The book that it's based off is, yeah. it, reference, it throws out references like candy and is like, treats that as being cool, which I'm pretty mm. sure is the sentiments of the author. Like, they're just like, oh yeah, no, look how much of this cool 80s shit that I know. Wouldn't it be cool yeah. if that was, wouldn't it be cool if that was what made you popular? Just knowing all this useless stuff. Oh, yeah. It's it's such it's such a bad vibe. I took that book mm. on holiday and it was my, the only thing I had to read. And I, I like finished the book, but fuck, I hated it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I saw it in a bookshop today and I was like, I bet I could read it really quickly. Should I don't. give it a shot? And yeah, it's not like it's as bad as the film. Um, yeah. So that's yeah that's the glowing recommendation i have for ready player one sorry if you like that film listeners or like the book but i super do not and i'm not gonna Mm. shy away from it (laughs) um but yeah uh although our boy the glaive from kroll shows up in ready player one (laughs) that made me happy (laughs) okay that's a fairly specific reference yeah I guess it, it did that reference to try to make me happy. So more than yeah. I'm happy that they chose that as a reference, more than I'm happy to see a thing that's been referenced, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like our podcast is sometimes on the knife's edge of becoming a Ready Player One, and that's not what I want at all. <laughs> no. You know, like, oh. ugh. It's just, it's just such a bad feeling. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, because the book Ready Player One came out in, like, 2011, right? Yeah. I love that I we're feel- just talking about this seriously now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and then the movie comes out like 2018, 2019. The world did at least move on from that. I feel like... Yeah. I've got a whole thing. I feel like the Bush presidency... Wow. ...was when reference humour really took off. Yeah. Reference humour, because you could then... Like early the idea internet. That, yes, exactly. Early internet, it was easier to learn what these are references to. But it was still the kind mm-hmm. of, I guess, gatekeeping of like, oh, I'm someone yeah. who's heard of this. And it was a way, I think a lot of Americans probably felt like there wasn't, like they couldn't relate to a lot of America because the America re-elects George Bush. So they kind of pushed themselves apart and be like, I'm cool. I've seen Mad Max. I've seen um, Krull. Yeah. Like, I'm not like them. And then kind of like, the Obama presidency kind of brings it back and kind of, um, you know, people <laughs> briefly did feel like America was more united and that kind of stuff went away. And then I think it's also maybe where meta humor kind of grew was a little more like, 
in the yeah um obama era was like you were kind of had a feeling like well at least you know i'm looking above what's happening so again it was more drawing a line but it was in a different weird way so at least i feel like the reference junkies are less in control now and probably it's also as gen x kind of gives way to the millennials because gen x is very reference heavy (sighs) yeah that's ready player one (laughs) there we go no that's a great take honestly yeah like the like people going like oh i've seen krull isn't that cool like you tell that to any any millennial and they're like what the fuck are you talking about yeah (laughs) so that's the thing it always would bug me when i would see like a gen x um open mic comedian make a reference and they go like oh you millennials wouldn't get it and it's like we're in a position the world's in a position now where any reference is at the touch of a fingertip there's no power in a reference anymore. No. Yeah. You're Wish so right. You. Space Jam didn't didn't get that memo. Yeah, they did not get that memo because there's every reference under the sun here. They've all run over from Ready Player One and they're ready yeah. to be in this movie and watch the basketball game. It's like a brief intermission aside. They're all coming and mm. watching this because we've got like so many so many cameos and so many like people dressed up in costume to match old cinema um highlights the biggest bummer yeah yeah go on there's there there yeah there are people like dressed up there's like the full like clockwork orange cast a courtside which gross that movie was like the first x-rated film yeah i was like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) like seeing that I was like, they're, they're like right in front of the bloody Iron Giant. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Ugh, I, was, I was floored. Um, it's, yeah. It's just a gross display, a menagerie of awful things. Um, yeah. Pennywise from It is yeah. like in a lot of shots. The mask is in a lot of shots. Yeah. Like the mask is fine. But it's also, it's Not so really, sad but... because they didn't get any of the actors so you've yeah. got a lookalike of Jim Carrey, a lookalike of Danny DeVito as um, the Penguin. Like, yeah, it's just, just like all cosplay. It's it's yeah. very weird feeling. Um, it's like a theme park. It's like you were, you've mm. gone to Warner Brothers Movie Land and you've got yeah. people dressed as Pennywise and the mask walking around you. Like, it Which they wouldn't do in their theme parks. Yeah, right? You've yeah. got the full cast of Clockwork Orange strapping you to a chair. Like, it's, yeah. maybe don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a good idea to have it in your kid's film. Um, like, and oh, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it feels like, you know, at um like a costume shop where they don't have the rights to the real thing. So they're like, it's Italian plumber toy. It's... um yeah evil bird man instead of the <laughs> penguin it, yeah it's green wacky friend instead of the mask it's got that feeling all over it it's very clear that this film wanted and we touched on it with sarah silverman this film wanted a lot of cameos yeah couldn't get these cameos. just didn't get them yeah and so just went tried to get the same emotional feeling of like a cameo by just having a lookalike yeah it's, weird if that doesn't tell you everything that you need to know about where warner brothers is at as a, as a studio and what they yeah. were thinking that that this movie would be like uh, it's just like it sums itself up really like yeah and especially it tells the story this is... better than the movie does <laughs> yeah 
Oh, Especially um, this is the third time they've done it. They did Lego Movie. They did Ready Player One. They're trying it again. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're oh going. So we're we're dealing with that for like the rest of the movie. That there's this yeah. weird menagerie of that, and also uh, uh, Algy reveals that he's kidnapped like fifty thousand random people from across the mm. globe. Or anyone that follows LeBron James on Twitter or Instagram has been sucked, <laughs> yeah. has been sucked into this uh, virtual world and will remain here, um, trapped here, unless they win the basketball game. Mm. So, okay, just for being fans of LeBron, you're now accessories to this, which sucks. Poor yeah. guy. Um, anyway, yeah. he's, also, he's gonna win. It's also at this point where he like runs a laser across our friends the looney tunes and turns them the whole movie oh. they've been 2d beloved space yeah. jam characters turns them into that like kind of gross 3d that most of these films get rebooted into yeah and i and... will give the movie so much credit for it finds a way to have its cake and eat it too because the looney tunes hate that they're turned 3d yeah like in character this is their main motivation for revenge the <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I really appreciated that as well. They're like, yeah. this sucks. Like, Bugs, like, says, like, now it's war. <laughs> like, yeah. he declares war against them for this absolute affront to their being. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's 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 great. Um, Daffy it's ducks so good, into it. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one. Well, he's the one who kissed the Warner Brothers logo on his own butt in the previous film. So, you know. Yeah. He's all know. about it yeah i guess it's uh, a shell yeah yeah <laughs> Bugs i has saw standards. so many adults on twitter getting mad that the looney tunes were going to be in 3d only yeah. to have their point justified by this movie it's yeah. so strange it's bizarre like yeah. the fact that they fucking hate it is so funny <laughs> yeah. um and yeah the other stake change is that um uh lg reveals that if the looney tunes um uh, don't win if the if the Toon Squad don't win. Sorry, um, then they'll, yeah. the Looney Tunes will be erased. They'll be deleted. Um, they won't be deleted from cultural canon, though. That's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> I feel like the deviant arts of the world will <laughs> put out their Bugs Bunnies, and it will be yeah. fine. He'll live on. Um, it's it's so interesting. Uh, earlier when. Um, lebron was chasing bugs around um toon world he said i basically can't be killed like i there's mm. no like damage that can do to me and i think that's like a direct reference to him being like a cultural icon right yeah and a sort of um <laughs> like uh, uh american gods kind of way <laughs> you know oh where like he is as long as people believe in bugs bunny he exists you know yeah <laughs> like that uh. kind of thing um like in the um the land of the dead how you can't like you only die if people stop remembering you that's when you finally actually yeah, pass yeah. On, or like disappear <laughs> yeah yeah well, i love that, that read. yeah yeah there we go um it's it's it adds on to the like um second level of hell or whatever we had the greek pantheon <laughs> yeah. of hell that the looney tunes operated in in space jam one we've moved on yeah. from that um anyway so yeah he's uh uh we've changed up the game um here and the, the final edition here um 
as two legitimate um, NBA commentators uh, sucked in here for the duration of the film and are having a great time. Well, being one, um, do you know who the other one was? No. So you've got... So um, we've got... Old um, a guy I tried to keep the name up of, but I've lost it. We've got Ernie, um, Ernie Johnson Wonder Jr. Content. Yeah. And then Lil Rel and... from um, Get Out and the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's here too, just having a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, providing colour commentary over the Space Jam, which yeah. is something that was missing um, from the previous one. Right, uh, yeah, we had the mice doing it, but they weren't as they weren't as fun. Well, as they the were they were sort of Johnson. just like they were sort of just like master of ceremonies. They weren't really mm. commenting on plays or anything. We don't get running commentary like we do in this movie, which I enjoyed. It's like one yeah. of my favorite parts of basketball is the commentary over top. Um, yeah, and it's like a comedy rule that if you're going outlandish, having someone react to it and be actually say like, "Oh, that's yeah. weird," is actually a really good way to let the audience know. Yeah. Like, it's okay to laugh. And like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, good on this movie for that. And I yeah. also need to give out one more of my famous Gareth good on yous to this movie. <laughs> um, Ernie Johnson Jr. and yeah. um, Sarah Silverman are the only two live-action speaking roles that aren't played by people of colour. Like, everyone Whoa. else in this massive Hollywood film is like african-american or we've got like steven yen it's pretty cool like, yeah it was made me so happy like that kind of side of it nice that's yeah. one thing that space jam 2 does right i like that yeah yeah so it's not all bad it's not all no. a, a horrific <laughs> menagerie and assault on the senses uh, Yeah, but it's also like a good film <laughs> in some respects <laughs> um okay <laughs> anyway yeah, commentators are here we're ready to get into it um the game gets started over Money's second play. Uh, we've got um, the introdu- introduction of the Goon Squad, which is the mm. ultimate version of the um, of the Monstars, I guess, here. This is the, the NBA stars crossed with animals and elements. We've got, like, a guy who's Wet Fire, <laughs> which I want to <laughs> shout out because it's, like, one of the worst names. Like, I feel like you could have workshopped it. Um, yeah. They even even the commentators comment on it. It's like, oh, I see because he's wet, but he's also fire. I get it. Yeah. And it's like, wow, okay. Um, and it, they've got uh, other other members here. We've got like a snake lady. We've got yeah. a, a spider lady. Um, we've got Birdman. Bir- Birdman. Um, later on, we're going to get like time controlling robot man, <laughs> which <Yeah>. is... <laughs> seems op but anyway um yeah <laughs> uh and yeah like these guys are, are like being introduced the bad guy team and everyone is cheering like on both sides and i'm like these this crowd will cheer for literally anything oh uh, that's my other thing about this crowd is you've hired like the cheapest day player extras to yeah. play like the mask and the penguin yeah. the only two characters i remember the droogs from clockwork orange yeah all yeah, they yeah. do the whole film is just do a, the same little dance over and yeah. over again like a half chair half dance like whoa yeah which good on them because well, it they're... must have been a long day yeah i'm pretty sure that all of these extras are just like being spliced together into this horrific crowd shot 
they're all being filmed oh. like in probably groups of like five in on a green yeah. screen and then being put together layered over top of each other painstakingly by a, a group of editors um but yeah it would be such so point. they're not reacting to anything at all they're just like having to pretend to be excited about seeing this bizarre space jam play out yeah oh but which would have been fine sorry it would have been fine if they weren't like if they were just normal if instead the movie had just gone like oh he sucked in all the people from the earth to watch this if they were just normal people it would be fine but because it's again the mask and his bright yellow and green you can't not look at him (laughs) exactly it like whenever these people are on screen um and we've got like we're trying to get plot happening with algae rhythm and dom and stuff i'm only looking at the extra <laughs> so I'm, like yeah. just looking at them badly react to whatever's <laughs> happening on screen and like yeah. I, I just really pulled me out of it in this such a weird way um anyway the goon squad are here and game game is on it's game time um mm. uh they start playing and there's uh the rules have changed because this is dom's game it's which is called dom ball i believe yeah. i haven't mentioned that maybe <laughs> yeah. work on a better name but i don't know it's it's not that's it's why he was beta. going to game camp yeah. yeah it's in beta still so it's fine like he can his time to change it um but yeah the goon squad start running away with it because they understand the rules better there's power-ups there's extra points for stylish play mm. and and crazy moves and and yeah of course this is not the basketball that lebron is used to he's having to um just his fundamentals are not coming into play and so he's in big trouble we we basically they're getting like run around and the Looney Tunes aren't doing any of their zany stuff, so yeah. they're just trying to play good, fair basketball, and they're just getting absolutely demolished. Um, mm. We go basically all the way to like half time. Uh, uh, we, oh, we don't. We get like the first quarter, and then they make a switch where they bring on um, this Chrono Sky, uh, who is like a robot man uh, who has control of time with a little thing on his. Um, wrist and they basically just do the scene in like uh x-men days of future past where they just recreate Mm. that where the guy's like running around with everyone else in slow motion with the the, he has control of time or experiences time at a different rate or whatever they just try and recreate that and it's like okay yeah (laughs) i've seen it before guys i do really like that in the bottom corner to to uh signify the time difference we get like his little watch appear and it just says dame time around it which i believe <laughs> is the name of the like basketballer that's been like adjusted here or added uh, to the yeah. goon squad but it's still really weird seeing that yeah. <laughs> it felt very like japanese game show where there's a thing on screen which i don't understand what it means but it's there for <laughs> yeah. the whole show <laughs> um but yeah uh yeah we get a timeout and then um yeah from here uh we're looking at the score and it's half time and it's like 1037 to 38 or something like that Mm. in the in the goon squad's favor oh it's um i believe it's 1039 points which i Uh, only remembered because that's the number on the first green day album like it's called 1039 smoothed out slappy hours wow and i bet that's 
I bet that's um, uh, intentional because Green Day assigned to Reprise, which is a Warner Brothers record label. Wow, there you go. So yeah. they just own that. That's, oh my God. Weird, Jesus. Eh? Very weird. Um, yeah, so the, the tunes are all upset. They're ready to like be erased forever mm. uh, here in the um, locker room. There's a weird bit where they get, there's like, oh... I, I found him. I found Michael Jordan. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm and sorry for talking about that number. This is the greatest scene in the whole movie. <laughs> I got I got angry about this. Um, they were like, uh, so we found Michael Jordan and then this silhouetted uh, guy emerges from the, like, round, he's wrapped in light and smoke and he comes in and it's Michael B. Jordan, the actor. <laughs> yes. Um, which is, it's like, a, it's a good bit. But like, uh, it's just it Who's goes it on for? too long. Kids don't care about Michael no. B. Jordan. Kids, do kids know him? And then he references Friday Night Lights. Yeah, cares <laughs> about. It's uh. it's so bizarre. It just it, yeah. He hangs around for like a while, trying yes. to like convince the Toon Squad. Like, yeah, you you guys can do it. I don't really know why I'm here in the movie, but I am. Um, it feels very strange. But anyway, yeah. Uh, it was like, we talked about the only scene the kids laughed in. This was the only scene me, the 29 year old man <laughs> sitting alone laughed in. Oh man. Okay. That's yeah. yeah that's I, fair. I laughed all I got the way through I got a big loud the... giggle. <laughs> I laughed all the way through the security guard bit specifically. Oh, sure, yeah. I really loved that. Um, but yeah, they get the, um, the pep talk here from LeBron. He's like, finally figured it out. He's like, oh it's all about having fun and like being yourself. And that's exactly yeah. what I didn't do with my son. <laughs> I was like, he finally gets the message that the movie's been like heading him over the head with this whole yeah. time. Um, and so, yeah, they like go out there for the second half and yeah, the, the Looney Tunes start doing their Looney stuff. All the classic yeah. gags are being rolled out um in full cgi glory which is not mm. as enjoyable as the the um 2d would have been but it's fine um we've got uh another weird bit where they have a rap battle midway through um the the second half here yeah with... so this movie won me back with you know michael b jordan and then oh, yeah the betrayal and this is in between pink floyd plays so mm -hmm. it's complete silence absolute so silence full attention yeah because pink floyd love music and pigs so fair enough yeah. they'll butt out for this absolutely yeah. they want this to have full airtime <laughs> if yeah. at all possible it's porky pig rapping over like a sound alike notorious big beat yeah the looney tunes are all dressed with what these like the filmmakers think is cool hip-hop clothes oh my god yeah they do a dance. It's it sucks. Yeah, he drops like a diss track on Alg on Algae Rhythm. Um, yeah, which is like it's just not it's not good or funny, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it goes on for a long time. So it's like the kind of thing that a boardroom is like, yeah, we'll put this in, and it'll be like, oh man, that's real crazy that the the Looney Tunes are doing a rap a rap yeah. battle. How how wild to have in our movie. And they were just like, yeah, 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 let's put it in. And then, like, no one really worked on it. <laughs> yeah. And it just, like, it just doesn't land. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't wonder... enjoy Piggy, Porky Pig's rap. 
I wish that he'd done the fucking stutter thing that he always does. They, yeah. He completely drops that and does a different voice. If he was rapping but in the style of Porky Pig, I would have been so be impressed. Awesome. Yeah. I'd have been amazing. Just like doing yeah. the like... Because he does the, the... Porky Pig's whole shtick is that like he stumbles and stutters over words and then says something that isn't quite... Like it's a different version of saying the same thing. Um mm. That's his, like, his vocal technique or whatever. That's his classic way of speaking. And if you did that with a rap verse where you, like, if you could put it together what he's rapping about and it doesn't rhyme at all, but you could, like, put it back together, you could reassemble it. Yeah. Like, that would have been so clever. Like, but no, yeah. we don't Or get the opposite where, like, because this is, like, whoever voices Porky Pig is just doing a rap in this. Yeah. And like you know, doing their best to rap while trying to keep the voice a little bit. Go the complete yeah, opposite. Yeah. Have like Lil Wayne or Chance the Rapper actually just record a new verse. A and real like his rap. voice just completely changes. Like I'd love it if um Rick Ross was Porky Pig's <laughs> rap voice. That I would be... love that as well. Yeah. Um. That's <laughs> that would have been amazing. Just Porky Pig <laughs> yelling about Ciroc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh that's all i want um uh-huh. yeah so that happens they get like a bunch of extra points for that because of course yeah and then um i do need to say at this point and he's going to come up later mm-hmm. um so i'm sitting there alone i've got my headphones in it's this very cringe worthy moment of this movie i'm like yeah. questioning everything about what i'm doing sure um, and then weirdly i've got two empty seats next to me a father and son come and sit in those seats during this <laughs> scene whoa um I have to consider everything. I was wondering if they were going to turn to me and be like, you there, man in your 20s, what is rap? <laughs> it was, like, so strange, and it put me really, like, in yeah. my head. So if I've missed any syncs in the next couple songs, I apologize. It's because you're, you're dealing with these new challenges. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, That's But yeah, wonderful. remember them, because they're going to come back a little later. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Okay, um... Yeah, so we've got a couple other, like, fun, um, zany Looney Tunes things that happen. I really like Taz doing the, the court twist. I think yeah, that, that that's neat. really that clever. Um, I, I really enjoyed that as a, as a, as a bit. Uh, he, like, spins to the degree where he just rotates the whole planet. And mm. uh, instead of it going, the basketball going into one hoop, it goes into the other one. And I think that's really clever. Um, yeah. We've got uh what happens as well we've got uh granny like taking on the time guy um with like just fighting him old school style or something i don't know she does a matrix thing again but makes him age yeah it like rapidly ages him when he's got a big beard and stuff i'm like okay i guess Hmm. um there's a bit where um wily coyote uh, sets up this machine that duplicates uh, basketballs and yeah. puts a bunch of seed for the Roadrunner to peck at and eat um, so that it hits the button a million times and launches basketballs into the into the hoop over and over again. Um, hmm. But he gets sucked into it and then it starts shooting coyotes 
uh, copies of Wiley e. Coyote at, into the basketball hoop as well. And I like that the scoreboard updates to like a thousand something points and 64 coyotes. Like, huh. that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that like extra layer. Um, but yeah, uh, mm. the algorithm. I liked starts... the coyote in this movie. I'm going to say. He was good. I, thought, I mean, I always liked him, but yeah. <laughs> he got a lot of like quite a lot of play, quite a lot of jokes. In yeah. There. Um, and yeah, I was into it. He, he was good. A highlight mm. for sure. <laughs> sort of not not a, even the like big red guy gets a, a look in he like sucks up the water the water fire character just yeah. gets like absorbed into his body <laughs> because he's like a Which, big yeah. fluffy man luckily like we knew this guy could turn into fire so luckily that didn't like switch out but anyway yeah yeah that wouldn't be and ideal. even foghorn leghorn's in this movie way more than he was in the other one and i love that southern <laughs> bird <laughs> Yeah, get him involved. That big yeah, boy. Yeah, why not? He always he always reminds me of the um chicken lawyer from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got very similar energy. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so we have a bunch of stuff, and they uh, actually pull ahead. The tunes yes. uh, pull ahead once we get uh, the end of the um third quarter, and uh, yeah, algorithm calls like the time for that, and uh, he's pissed off yelling at the goon squad yelling at dom like he's like ah oh, you failed you're like how's your dad gonna uh deal with this and like eventually dom gets like convinced to like switch teams which he's allowed mm. to do um he just joins the toon squad uh, <laughs> like here in the third which i really like yeah. um uh what have we got now? Um, I'm on my last page of notes here. I'm trying to desperately <laughs> decipher them. Um, yeah, so we get into the fourth and we get the final play here. It's Dom and um, LeBron out on the yeah. court, like facing off against one another. Uh, and th this is when instead... Oh, sorry, I missed a bit. Instead of um, Dom playing for the goon squad... Uh, algorithm puts himself in and uh yeah is basically uh cheating at this point right oh no I've, he... I've, I've skipped everything he hasn't switched sides yet um they have a heartfelt <laughs> moment together yes here on the course. oh my gosh okay so this heartfelt moment lebron learns that you can't force your kids to like the things <laughs> that you like yeah which is very very rich for a movie <laughs> which is going to be entirely dads in their 30s bringing their kids to see their favorite uh -huh. movie. Absolutely like, right. Uh, yeah. Wild. I, again, if this movie was smarter, it would have known that. But it, uh, yep. it was just, yeah, yep. so strange. And speaking of dads and sons learning a valuable lesson. <laughs> Please. It's during this scene that the dad and his son, this is like maybe... 12 minutes since the rap yeah the dad leans over to me and goes excuse me and i have to take my headphones out which is very yeah. embarrassing yeah and i'm like what's going on and he's like when did this movie start and i was like what, what? um i guess we're like an hour 20 in i mean i'm up to the end of on the run like <laughs> pink floyd if that helps i didn't <laughs> um and I love like, that you what? had like an accurate rating of like you would <laughs> yeah. know almost definitely down to like the time 
like the perfect amount of time based on Pink Floyd playthroughs. The, the yeah, length that we're a hundred minutes cinema. in, sir. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry, not quite an hour twenty, but then he shows me his ticket, and we both stare at it for ages. And he gets out his phone and lights yeah. up the <laughs> ticket. Oh no. And then we realize this guy's this guy and his son are in the wrong cinema. Oh no! They went to see Space Jam in like Cinema Eight, and it was supposed to start fifteen minutes ago. No! So he's been sitting there so confused. His son <laughs> so confused. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, if you thought this movie was a confusing mess, if you'd Imagine, seen the whole of it, oh think about God. these guys. Yeah, they just walked in like here at the most confusing part. Fucking yeah. hell. Oh, I really feel for them. What did they do? Did they stay or did they leave here? I think they left, yeah. I okay. think they went and tried to figure piece out it together. Oh my god. Get a little yeah. bit more context. Yeah. Yeah. Like fifteen minutes so. in they would have been like doing the like the meeting with algorithm explaining the the stuff. So I feel like yeah. they would have gotten a little bit more information. But man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I hope it worked out for that that father and son duo. Yeah, father there. and son duo, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah, please. No, I hope this was a heartfelt moment for you out on the courts. Um, yeah, but yeah. And then I put my headphones back in just in time for the clocks <laughs> chiming just away by Pink Floyd. Destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so it, officially, the issue with changing this... the volume so much mm. was that like. Uh, when on the run happens usually we don't have to adjust the volume so it's fine uh, but yeah. on the run ends with like a crash sound and then a long echo of nothing for about 30 seconds and then the clocks come in um, yeah. like it's ticking clocks and they're quite quiet and then like an alarm bursts in so I would always like accidentally boost the volume and then it would like destroy my eardrums with the clocks yeah. coming in to the point where I was worried about other people in the cinema noticing what I was doing <laughs> Oh, um, I was constantly worried about that. Like, I would yeah. chuck the, pull the headphones out real quick, make sure there's definitely no noise, and then sneak them back in and hope Aww. I didn't miss any huge things. Yeah, we were yeah. we were all good. I feel like in the yeah. movie theater, people aren't going to notice that. Pink, no, it's, it's, it's also because they're not album. ready for it. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, Dom switches sides, um, mm. goes and joins the Toon Squad, and then, yeah, uh, the algorithm puts himself in and starts cheating, using the cheat codes. Um, basically, they are unable to score in, anymore. Uh, the, even, they, they get a basket, but it just reverses out and flies into the other one um, because he's in control of the game. Um, Daffy Duck calls him a son of a glitch. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is like okay um and then they were like oh the only way to do it is uh to do lebron's move that he did the like cross-up move uh that crashed the game before because it was dom's same it's the same design except it's just like been added to by algorithm so surely the yeah. same glitch exists um and so yeah but when he did this last time in the game it deleted his character so whoever does this exact move mm. will get erased but the only way like they need to get one more uh one more two uh and one more dunk will seal the game just like in space jam one yeah and um yeah so basically uh whoever does this move gets deleted and <laughs> i love lebron's logic here where he's like i'm gonna do it 
I'm gonna I'm gonna self-sacrifice. He's like, I don't think I'll get deleted because I'm a real human man, <laughs> which is just very good logic. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So they go in for the play, gets started. Bugs goes in for the steal. He steals the ball out from under LeBron and does the move himself. And we get great gig for this final play yes. of the game, which yeah. is very nice. It's very. We get like slow motion Bugs Bunny dunks, um, and uh, yeah, we get uh, so Bugs does the move, glitches it out the game so that they're able to score. It's gonna miss, uh, so LeBron goes in for the alley oop, um, mm-hmm. basically to to get it in there. Uh, uh, algorithm jumps up and like grabs him, like starts shoving him towards the ground, and you're like, it's not gonna go in. But then Dom throws a power up at his feet, like picks up a power up off the ground and throws it at him to get the like jump boost or whatever. And then they get the basket. And yeah, uh, there's a callback to earlier, which I didn't mention, where uh, he gets posterized, <laughs> which is like turned into a poster and you get bonus points or whatever. Um, yeah, which I only just learned as an actual basketball term, not just a weird oh. random thing they've done. Okay, I thought it was just like a video game thing, but fair enough. Yeah. It's like it's a move that's so good that makes the poster, I suppose. Yes, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, that's what Wikipedia told me. That makes sense. Um so yeah, over this play we get a fist bump between um King Kong and the Iron Giant. Uh <laughs> and then yeah, uh Bugs Bunny is lying dying, <laughs> like glitching out, ready to die. Um Yeah. And yeah, like, it, they've won the game. All the people start returning home. And he's like, we did it. And it's just like Bugs Bunny embracing his own death. Which is <laughs> mm. just such a wild thing. Like, if you thought him going mad in Westworld, Toon World, was strange. Like, this is another level. Um, because LeBron goes home. He's, him and Dom start fading out. And... Um, returning to inside the server room of warner brothers studios and uh we just see the tunes all gathered around they re- they revert back to their like 2d forms which i appreciate yeah um and yeah bugs is like glitching out and then he turns into a star and ascends into the sky like <laughs> right? G- like jesus christ or something it's <laughs> wild um and then yeah so like that's it he just like bursts into a firework and that's the end of bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah so uh dom and lebron uh they're um they're out there on the surface world on the real world and they're off to basketball camp and dom's like ah i think i'm i'm gonna take a wee break from video games because we did get sucked into one for a little bit mm. and that wasn't very fun and then he's like psych I took you to E3 gamer camp, game design camp, instead of basketball camp, my boy. I know how yeah, you love... Yeah, and Dom's the... clearly got a backpack full of basketball gear and none of yeah. his, like, coding stuff. No, he didn't bring anything. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's like, yeah, thanks, Dad, I guess. Um, but anyway, <sighs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's doing that, and then he was like, um, so give me the basketball and go and be a, be a nerdy boy, figure it out, um, learn how to code a game. He's like, I think I'll keep this here basketball just in case, just, just for the good times, Karen. Mm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so he runs off and then fucking Bugs Bunny appears in the real world again. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot that they could do this. <laughs> I forgot 
that they were in another layer of hell um <laughs> so it, the question is is it just the like server burst version of bugs bunny did he legitimately die and this is the like the one from space jam one that can come up from underground or <laughs> is it <laughs> or did he not die because he says like oh there's not really anything that can kill a cartoon character you know like i'm basically indestructible lol um so i don't know yeah or is it the like the god version that exists as long as people believe like yeah. he's reincarnated a new one it's impossible i like to, to think i like to think so that space jam one did happen yeah. although we do see a poster for space jam earlier in the film which throws oh everything God. out of whack that's so confusing okay yeah <laughs> um so like let's assume space jam one did happen sure um and this that involved the looney tunes from hell the looney tunes we've met in the server verse are based are the digitalizations of the cartoons that yeah air and are owned and available on hbo max <laughs> um so that was like a shade a different version of bugs bunny made yeah. like ones and zeros a simulacrum and so yeah so lebron then maybe obviously this would have break made the news because half the world got sucked into a video game yeah so maybe the real bugs bunny that lives in hell discovered that and he re-emerged to be like well let's hang out with my friend lebron like <laughs> maybe yeah yeah it's secret hell bugs out here um but anyway the digital sorry the digital shade of bugs bunny or any of these characters that exist in the serververse the digital shade would then get all the real memories of Bugs Bunny because every action Bugs Bunny does that's ever filmed is uploaded into the serververse. Yeah. So every memory of real Bugs Bunny exists in oh my Space God. Jam 2 Bugs Bunny. So thus, when it starts happening the other way, when something exciting happens to f- digital Bugs Bunny, <laughs> then I guess there's no reason it wouldn't go back to real Bugs Bunny. So real Bugs Bunny has absorbed all of his digital clones memories as well Mm -hmm. and thus also loves lebron james i mean yeah that makes sense to me man yeah yeah i think you cracked it uh what a cohesive movie (laughs) we solved it there we go there's no problems at all now um yeah so the movie ends with um bugs and lebron hanging out like they the looney tunes will come out and hang out at his pad over the credits we get like some Mm. holiday snaps or whatever from them and that's it uh what did you think and how did it sink well yeah i you know i stopped the ipod i gathered my things and shamefully ducked out of the cinema (laughs) i left Um, as fast as i could yes same (laughs) I was so scared about running into someone and having oh. to explain this. Yeah. Classic. Uh, um, but yeah, what did I think and how did it sink? I first want to know, like, what did you think of this? Oh, uh, it was, it was a lot. I, I was like, mm. after <laughs> my saga of a day that I had, I was kind of like dreading it, but I, like, I had fun with it. I enjoyed yeah. watching the movie Space Jam and New Legacy. It was like exactly it was i didn't expect it but like it makes sense as a sequel to space jam and that they're both such like fast food of movies right we said that for the first one this one is that if not more so it's so Mm. commercial to the to the like the nth degree in the in both good in both the good and bad ways 
Like yeah. a lot of bad ways that are pretty questionable in this movie that really bring it down. Uh, yeah. But also, like, it's just also a fun kids movie. If you ignore all that weird shit that's happening in it, <laughs> like, it's probably okay. Um, but yeah, in terms of syncing with Pink Floyd in the cinema, we had some syncs. It was a weird yeah. experience. It was hard to catch a lot. Um, so I feel like it's going to be difficult for me to give like a proper rating for it. It's going to be like, uh, I'm like, I'm not as confident in giving a number for it. It's not yeah. high. Um, I want to say like, I can't, it's what, what did we give like Mad Max Fury Road? Because it's better than that. Um, whoa, we gave Mad Max Fury Road a six. Okay. Well, it's not a six. <laughs> Never no. mind. I was wrong about that. <laughs> Uh, Although it's the Mad Max Fury Road in this movie is better than the Mad Max Fury yeah. Road of in our world yeah, in real the, life. The, yeah. the non-serververse version, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I was thinking like 4 or 3.5 is my gut reaction there. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll say, again, it's like the other Space Jam where elements of it synced. Definitely everything Don Cheadle did synced really well. Mm. And I mean, this dad and his son in the cinema synced perfectly by leaving once the alarm oh, started going. I love that. What a beautiful so, tale. They they get to help out because they were there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that dad and the son go to every screening and interrupt one person. It's just a piece of performance art that takes place yeah. in every screening. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> Warner Bros. employees. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're hired by Sarah Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like a 3.5, please. Okay, I'll put you down for yeah. that. And um, I'll, you can see that on the graph there. Uh, oh, uh, very nice. Yeah, very good. Up in lights. Oh. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. it. That's well, the show. What else? What, what? Like, how is this happening, the future? Because... <laughs> We've recorded things a little bit out of order just because of scheduling conflicts, but um, yeah. I feel like, is the other listeners going to even notice? I don't know. No, the listeners aren't going to notice. This is going to come out um, very soon after we've recorded it, so <laughs> do you have any like incredibly topical references you want to make? Oh, shit. Uh, well, like, uh, not really. I don't, I don't really, no. I don't pay attention to much. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not up with the references anymore no. <laughs> i'm referenced out gareth yeah, yeah same um oh how about that no i feel like there'll be a different basketball game before that um yeah carolyn Polichek has a really good new song that came out a couple oh. days ago listeners so listen to that i'll give that a listen. Um, but anyway yeah it's really good it's called bunny as a writer cool um but yeah so james this is so weird because this next movie is your pick but of course i know it and i do have a little segue for it oh okay you do it please okay well of course as discussed earlier in this episode i am james deep faking gareth's voice uh-huh so uh james yeah we've um you know the last couple movies we've covered we've had you know michael jordan jumping really high <laughs> slam basketballs we've yeah. had um lebron james jumping really high to slam basketballs and then a couple episodes before that we had the jump man himself mario yeah so we've got to just like we've got you know we've got jump houses galore yeah lots of jump houses so where do you put your jump house you put it on a jump street yo 21 so, <laughs> jumps <street>. yeah 
is saying. <laughs> yeah. So tune in for 21 Jump Street yeah. next week. A film recorded. I shockingly chose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I do, I will. You call me out. I think next week I'll ask you why you did that. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Until oh, then. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Until then, um, I've been Gareth Blackler. I've been LeBron James Barron. I love that nickname for you. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you on the dark side of the tune. <laughs> on the dark side of the tune. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that in my normal voice, as if I was a cartoon. <laughs> I'm just one of the. I'm one of the other Looney Tunes that's always been around. Yeah, yeah, one of the ones they didn't come and get from his serververse. Yeah, I was in the in the car in uh, Space Jam One. I was on the yeah. way. I never made it to the <laughs> to the Space Jam. I was just stuck in traffic. What Warner Bros. world do you reckon um, Michigan J. Frog ended up in? <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope that he was in Casablanca as well. Yeah, yeah, that's his vibe. Yeah. Or like a star was born. If that's, <laughs> yes. If that's Warner Bros. He's just desperately training a young starlet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, oh. keep all that in. <laughs> Goodbye.